What is up, everybody? Drasco here from 10knorm.com, where our main focus, my main focus, your main focus listening is if you are a coach that is inconsistently hitting 10K per month income levels and you want to work through the mindset, emotional, human challenges of normalizing 10K months before tackling the marketing tactics to stabilize them, then this is the right place for you. And what we're doing in today's episode is basically the fourth installment on perfectionism, where I'm going to be going through everything we did on the previous three episodes that relates to how perfectionism gets in the way of normalizing 10K months. And we're going to do a deep dive into how to actually work through those tendencies. So if you are watching this on YouTube, you'll actually get to see me work through this on screen. I have a whole like worksheet that we go through with examples. I walk you through them. It's three steps on how to do this. I mean, literally it is like live trainings on how to do this. So you can watch that on YouTube. If you are listening to this, uh, and even if you're watching and you want to do this yourself, 10knorm.com is the best place to do it. With every single episode that I release, there are accompanying transcripts, additional notes, additional resources, additional worksheet, additional trainings, bonus trainings. Like you can get all the resources you need to handle everything I handle in the actual episodes on 10knorm.com. So definitely perfectionism is a thing. Go to 10knorm.com right now, download the worksheet, work through it as I'm talking about it uh, on video, there's just no reason not to do it. So go do it right now, 10knorm.com. All right, so for today, uh, here's what we're diving into. Working through perfectionism. So this is the sheet that you can download at 10knorm.com. I'm um, going to be walking through it right now. And if you're listening, this is what it looks like. Okay, so we have three steps on how to work through all of the perfectionist tendencies that we talked about in the previous three episodes. And what you're going to start with is first, you're going to do a brain dump on all the perfectionist tendencies that you have. And uh, I have a bunch of examples here on what those can look like. Um, so if you're listening to this, I'm going to read them right now. So, you know, if you are watching this on screen, it'll be a bit redundant, but, uh, you know, you can just listen and watch me as I go through and, uh, <laughs> make this like a classroom where you can just watch me read. Um, so, uh, it is like a chart and there is the first column where I just list and brain dump typical things that I see coaches gone through that I've gone through on perfectionist tendencies. So things like I spend an hour writing an email that can take 10 minutes. Okay. I elaborate on things that aren't really asked so as to show my value, especially in things like selling. So if you've ever caught yourself like overselling, oversharing to the point where you kind of negate the sale, uh, that's a problem. Okay, because you've actually gone beyond what was needed in the moment. So you've overexerted instead of overdelivered. Okay, I wait till the last minute to complete a marketing project. So this one's a bit tricky because if you are procrastinating on something you don't actually want to be doing or you're 
it's a task that's unaligned with you or it's a, you're working with a client you shouldn't even be working with. That's a different problem altogether. What I'm referring to here is perfectionism generally gets in the way of putting out front facing things. So the marketing that needs to be out there for you to um, stabilize 10K months, right? The normalizing side of that comes in handling the drama of why isn't that being put out consistently. So if you are in that feast or famine uh, cycle that a lot of entrepreneurs, myself included, before have gone through, where it's like, okay, I got a bunch of clients, I'm getting excited, I'm going to work with the client, that's great. And then, you know, natural turnover happens, people complete their program, oh, crap, now I got to like do stuff. Okay, so one aspect of it could be the time management bit. But if it's like the, oh, I don't need to like market right now. So great, I can like hide behind like working with clients to do that. Uh, that's what I'm referring to here. Like you're waiting, there's like a fear, anxiousness, energy to why you wait to the last minute to complete marketing projects, marketing, like it could just be simple content. I'm not saying like an ad campaign, <clears throat> which is its own thing. And and I, 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 we can do a deep dive into that. Like you reach out to me and we can go through, but that has a lot more, um, you know, like math and objective components to it involved and just like organic content. Um, next one. So I keep starting things and not finishing them. I keep switching to the next shiny thing. I can't seem to stare at a blank screen when creating content of any kind. So I don't even create the thing. Like, it's not like I'm waiting till the last minute and I ship something out. I I'm not even creating it because I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. I don't know which way to say it. I don't know what the right as like aspect rate. Like th there's something that gets in the way of doing that. Um, I spent way longer than necessary getting ready and prepared for something that I could have done with what I had. So all of us have the capability to just take out our phone, do a live and talk about the thing that we coach. Okay. Why am I spending all this time thinking, you know, what editing software do I need? Do I need the right microphone? What's the lighting bit that I should grab? How should I like write this? Or you can just write. Okay. So that would be perfectionism. Okay, I never feel prepared enough or ready enough to launch or start this new thing or release this new thing. And again, I'm talking about marketing. I'm talking about, um, you know, content. It's not necessarily I'm launching a new program. That also could be perf perfectionism in the sense that, like, I'll spend my time doing non-income producing activities because I need to launch this new thing. I would put that in the category of... Um, I keep starting things and not finishing them or I keep switching the next shiny thing, but you know, it could be its own thing and this is how I'm going to do it. So we do a brain dump of our perfectionist tendencies. Um, if you're doing this on your own, I would say don't filter because that is perfectionism as well. Like, is this right? Should I, like, it doesn't matter. Put it in there. If it's not going to like follow this exact same script, it doesn't matter. You got it out. That's the important thing. Again, better is uh or good enough is better than perfect right so you're gonna do this brain dump and then what you're gonna do is you're going to categorize it so the tendencies that you just brained up you're going to categorize them into its appropriate category of is this on the failure side of the coin or is this on the ideal side of the coin if you don't know what i'm talking about uh, you need to go back through and watch the previous three episodes on perfectionism, right? So the first one talks about this definition of um, perfectionism, which is 
Perfectionism is a coin made out of nothing where one side is failure, the other side is ideal. And then the other two videos break down in depth. Okay, what does that actually mean? And what you have on this worksheet is the um, kind of definition that you're gonna use on how do I know where to filter. So on the failure side of the coin, so this is the coward's procrastination side of the perfectionism coin. That's what the second video talks about, okay? The ultimate game to play here is navigating the fear or fears that keep us paralyzed to even move forward. So what are you going to put in this category is the perfectionist tendencies you identified that fall along the lines of like, I'm not even getting started. Like I'm so paralyzed by the fear aspects of the thing that I don't even get started. Um, and it manifests under the label of um, perfectionism, right? The other factor, which is more subtle here, is like the fear kind of is, is pretty obvious. Like, oh my God, I can't even imagine like going live uh, because I don't know what to say. Okay, that's kind of fear-based thinking, thinking you need to be a particular way to just go live, okay? So just stuff like that goes into this category. The other more subtle aspect here is um, it can be so exhausting uh, okay, sorry. The other factor can be exhausting ourselves so that we don't feel the fear of not good enough or imposter syndrome. That's the kind of stuff you would also put on here. And this overlaps with the ideal side of the coin, so the other category. But the reason why you might put something in this category is the predominant driver is the fear of the thing, of the outcome, of the response, of the judgment, of the perception is almost like a fear of perception management. It's not the inherent driver isn't like that feeling of unworthiness, because I think oftentimes, even if we're paralyzed by the unworthiness, bit, it really comes down to ideal. Like if I was this ideal, then I would be worthy, then it would be okay to put this stuff. Um, so again, there's always gonna be overlap. This isn't perfect. This is this is a way of getting the stuff out of your head out of your experience into a usable form you can do stuff with, okay? The other column here is the mask of not good enough, okay? So again, this is the third video in the perfectionism bit. So you can go to 10knorm.com, download the, the, the notes and the transcripts and watch the episode of me going through that if you need more clarity. Um, but this is really like, if we can control for as many things as possible and that sure as many T's and I's are crossed and dotted, then we control the likelihood that we won't be seen as unworthy, that we won't be seen as not good enough, right? So this is where we overexert instead of over deliver, leave ourselves hanging low and dry, end up with nothing fulfilling because we're trying to protect ourselves with this mask of perfectionism and we overexert ourselves. Whereas the distinction is we overdeliver because of like we're we're serving our people, right? We're we're selling a Mercedes for a hundred dollars because that's what we want our people to uh, experience, right? Part of why I do these is to overdeliver, right? Like I want this to be a useful resource. I don't want to just sit here and talk like random stuff, right? So the overexertion, the distortion of over-delivering uh, because of perfectionism is overexertion. Uh, that's the kind of stuff you put here. All right. So going back to the perfectionist tendencies you did in step one, 
what you would do is you would just then categorize them like is this more of a failure side of the coin or is this more on the ideal side of the coin all right and then we're going to go through how to work through them so i would have categorized the examples we went through in this way so on the failure side of the coin is the that fear right the, the the fear of even like starting or doing the thing kind of being paralyzed by the fear so i wait till the last minute to complete marketing projects i keep starting things and not finishing them i keep switching to the next shiny thing i can't seem to stare at a blank screen when creating content of any kind right i never feel prepared enough or ready enough to launch or start this new thing launch this new marketing etc so that's where i would put those types of things and if you have them like okay they're pre-categorized i would still encourage you to do this on your own because you're probably going to use your own words right uh on the ideal side of the coin so i spend an hour writing an email that can take 10 minutes okay i elaborate on things that aren't really asked so as to show my value right you're controlling or you're trying to control the perception um you're overselling you're oversharing you're you're making things more complicated than they need to be your attention isn't on the person you're serving um that's perfectionism like if i can over deliver then they will see i'm not worthy enough and i spend lots i spend way longer than necessary getting ready and prepared for something that i could have done uh with what i had so that's how i would categorize the two things um the, the brain dump that we started this whole video with okay so now that i know where they fall now i can begin to realize okay what is the game i actually have to play so on the fear side of things the game isn't starting like that is a superficial game so you have to tolerate the discomfort of courage in the moment where you will overcome that paralysis. So that is 100% uh, part of the game I need to play, right? But notice like that's more specific now than, oh, if I could just overcome perfectionism, like maybe I'll read this book on imposter syndrome, maybe I'll watch this motivational video. That's not the game you need to play. You don't necessarily need more information about this. What you need is the skill set, the ability, and the consistency and the reliability of tolerating the discomfort of feeling the fear. When you know how to do that, then these things become easier. So that's part of the game you need to play to overcome the fear, okay? On the flip side of that coin is the ideal side. So what do I need to play on overexertion and the ideal side of it? Um, when it comes to this the tolerating of the feeling is actually being okay with things not being perfect it is being okay with things not being okay it is being able to live with the outcome not being as expected it is able to live with yourself as you are and being okay with things being good enough, of not controlling everything, of not having to cross all the T's and the I's, of letting reality just tell you, hey, this is what's needed, right? Like good enough is good enough, right? Being okay with and thankful for enough, right? It's actually a way to practice gratitude. 
So that is the real game to play, right? So one is overcoming fear. And if you can do that, then you're playing the right game. The other one is like being okay with enough. Okay. And the part that connects both, and this is part of step three, which is basically, if you're looking at this on screen, you now have a whole bunch of question prompts on how to work through and get okay with both or how to have that courage, how to be okay with, but the commonality in them is what thoughts do I need to think? What story do I need to say? What narrative do I need to create that allows me to feel the feelings of being okay? It allows me to feel the feelings of courage that allows me to feel the feelings of, you know, confidence, uh, like safety structure and okay with being in these things. Okay. Uh, that is the kind of simple version of this. Uh, in the 10K Norm program, we go into a whole lot of detail on how do you make a practice out of this. I mean, we almost spend like two months, like just deep diving into how do you master this. So to really do it justice, uh, it's really outside the scope of this video, but these prompts will get you there, uh, like will get you moving in the right direction, guaranteed, right? So on the courage side of things on the failure side of the coin it's and these are now the the question prompts right if you're seeing it on screen it's it's a lot easier to understand what i'm saying so on the failure side of things you you have your categories down now it's how can i exercise more courage so that is the momentary like in the moment this is what i do how do i create the space for that what do i have to tell myself how do I brace myself for it? How do I just exercise more courage to like ship this thing? And when I say ship this thing, I mean it in the Seth Godin way of like launching your product, launching your programs, putting an offer out there, putting content out there, sending a video, making a, like whatever the thing is, right? So how do I exercise more courage? Next question is, what would I have to think to be okay with imperfect action, right? If I think, oh my God, I don't know enough to do this thing, then you're not going to be in a state where you're okay with, I can release this thing. But if I think a thought of it's okay to release imperfect action, um, one of the main tenants, right? In 10 K norm program that I speak about often, let reality judge the results. Don't judge them ahead of time. Right. That might be helpful because, Hey, I just need to put it out there and reality will tell me people will tell me the market will tell me, if this fits or not, okay? What would I have to think to be okay with imperfect shipping, right? So we covered that one. How do I actually define failure that serves me? So, sorry, how do I actually define failure in a way that serves me, right? What if failure was defined as quitting? If you don't quit, you don't fail, right? Either win or learn. Right. There's a, if you want to look that up, there's, there's a whole book by John Kavanaugh on, um, was the trainer for Conor McGregor and the, the gym that he has, that's his main, like operating system for all of his fighters is you win or you learn, right? If I define failure that way as quitting, then everything outside of quitting actually just becomes learning should I choose to do it that way? So I let reality judge the results of what I put out. And then I adjust based off of that. 
can I think the thoughts that allow me to be okay with this? And uh, yes, there's other aspects to this of like, how do I tolerate the sensations in my body? How do I do that consistently? How do I unpack those thoughts? Like that's all beyond the scope of this video, but to get you started, you can do this. And if you need help, just, just reach out. The 10K Norm program might be the appropriate bit for you because we dive deep into this as it relates to how do you do this on a marketing sense, on a day-to-day -day basis. And essentially, this is the drama that keeps us from executing on the math that make 10K months pretty simple. This is the normalizing process to open up this space to stabilize with the marketing tactics. But this is the type of stuff you want to go through. Okay. So what I would recommend here, and I'm not going to do it in this video because I know that the um, things that I talk about, like the perfectionist tendencies uh, are common with a lot of coaches and entrepreneurs. So I don't want to give you quote unquote, the answer. I can't give you the answer. Like what I said, recommend is like you put this in your words as what your perfectionist tendencies are. You have enough examples now to categorize them then you come up with what makes sense to you, right? Like I talked about, let me define failure as not quitting. That one makes sense to me. Uh, I know a lot of people understand it, but maybe it doesn't like truly resonate with you. Like maybe you have wording that is more powerful, more believable to you. That's the part that matters, right? This is not about dogma and you need to do it my way. This is about, hey, this is the principle. How do you create your own execution like that is to me the essence of, of good coaching that to me is the essence of you normalizing 10k months that is the essence of you transcending your own perfectionism because you are the one creating your path through it right videos like this uh the conversations we share the programs we do that is literally just to give you the guidepost for you to map out your own path towards it. That is what makes things permanent. That is what makes things stick. That is what empowers you to make your own transformation so that you never have to have the scaffolding of the external thing pushing you to do it, right? Because if I sat here and I was like, hey, what you need to do is you just need to like, count to five and then take the action you don't want to take you might do that it might get you the result and that's great and you want to do more of that but if you did it under the energy and intention of me being the instigator of that being the scaffolding that allow you to do that being the foundation that got you to do that as soon as i leave as soon as you close this video as soon as you exit the workshop or whatever it is then nothing happens. It all falls apart. This is why so many of us will go to workshops and seminars and be so motivated and then nothing happens afterwards, right? Because our state change, our feelings of like feeling motivated was so high as a result of that thing that it overpowered our default tendencies. But that wanes, right? As we get back to our baselines, we get back to our default. As we get back to our autopilot, that's why these things don't last. So what I encourage you to do if you are listening to this is don't look for me or anybody else and what the answer is, use the prompt as a way to guide your own transformation. All right, so anyway, that little uh, inspirational tangent, um, you know, do what you want with it, all right? All right, moving on, 
to the last piece here, which is now the ideal side of the coin. It's its own set of questions because, again, this one deals more about the unworthiness piece that drives perfectionism and how we overexert instead of overdeliver. Um, what you want to look for here is, okay, so what is enough to get the job done versus what is ideal? So the ideal way to release a podcast or whatever these videos or however, you know, we're going to call this 10K norm project is, you know, I have a cool intro with like music and uh, I have a presentation that's branded and I'm wearing something cool. There's a cool background. That's the ideal. Uh, what is enough to get the job done of the content that I really want to put out into the world? What I'm doing right now. Okay. It's me half shaven in my normal clothes in my office with no lighting and a $25 microphone. Okay. Recorded on loom, put out as podcasts and then just upload it to YouTube, right? Like that is good enough to get the job done. Okay. If I know that that is good enough to release the content that I want to put out and I'm not doing it because the narrative in my head is I needed all those other things that I mentioned. Okay. So all that, like that gap between good enough and the ideal is drama. That is the stories. That is the narratives that drive perfectionism to keep me from executing on the action that I could take, which is the good enough action. Okay. As long as I let that drama overpower what it is that I know I'm capable of doing right now in this moment with the resources that I have, this is where you use the process to open up and ask yourself, okay, what's good enough? How can I release good enough? So how can I release the narratives that keep me from executing good enough? And I'll change that in documents. It doesn't currently say that. And what do I have to think? What are the thoughts? What are the stories? What are the narratives? What is the collection of thinkings, right? I'm going to make up a word here, that are going to allow me to be okay with just releasing what is good enough, right? With the knowledge that I know I can refine things in the future, right? Like this is going to be part of the first 10 episodes that I release I know that episode 95 is going to be different than episode five. It's just that that's the nature of the iterative process, right? But it's like now if I'm scared about how do I release the next thing that I know I can, that's just good enough and not ideal, how do I do that, right? If I'm spending an hour writing an email that can take 10 minutes and I know that the 10 minute you know, email is good enough, the other 50 minutes that I took, can I be okay with first admitting that that's a drama? What do I have to think in order for that drama to not be a factor anymore, right? What's the narrative in my head that would make me completely content with sending that 10 word email, right? What is it in that extra 50 minutes that I'm trying to elaborate on that I'm trying to prove, and you're really proving it to yourself, not to the other, because you don't know what the other perceives, that I'm actually good enough. How would I think if the 10 minute email was good enough that I had nothing to do with my own inherent worth, that I had nothing to do with my own sense of self and, and how much I value myself and that it said nothing about me as a person that all it really meant was like, here's the thing, it takes 10 minutes, send it out. When you can begin to ask those questions in a way that's aligned with the true you, 
then you can begin to transcend everything and anything that stands in the way of making 10K months normal. Then whatever marketing tactics, whatever marketing strategy you use to stabilize those 10K months will actually work. But until the drama is out of the way, then all you're really doing is just getting in your own way, pressing the brake while you press the gas and just perpetuate that loop. All right. So that is all I got for you today. Uh, if you are listening to this or watching this on YouTube, again, go to 10knorm.com. You can download not just this worksheet I just went through, but the whole catalog of all additional worksheets, transcripts, uh, additional notes, notes for each episode. And you can just create, like you can create your own notes while I'm talking. If there's not something that I wrote on there, like make 10 K norm, your resource for how to normalize 10 K months, make it your own, download it, do whatever you want with it, share it, you know, whatever it is. Um, and I hope that you have a good enough day today. All right. Take care, everybody.